Hi, everyone. Welcome back for episode 40 of the Assembly Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. And this uh, this past week, well, yesterday, actually, this weekend, uh, Chris and I went and saw the holiday action comedy, Violent Night, with David Harbour. And uh, before we give our review on that, uh, we do have to talk about a ton of trailers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3 got a release date. Jedi Survivor got some updates. Oh. And David Harbour actually apparently is starring in a horror game. Oh, I didn't know yeah. about that one. I didn't either. I mean, until I read sure, it, but you know sure. what I'm saying. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, we got to yeah, talk I, about I, that. I go into these things blind. Pretty blind, yeah. yeah. News-wise, but... So, anything you want to talk about before we get into the, the bulk of the show here? No, no, let's dive right in. All I'm right, sorry. let's jump into it, baby. So, I'm starting off with our news. Like I said, a lot of trailers. Yeah. It's going to be pretty trailer-heavy. I didn't go too much on news news, because there's a lot of trailers, so... What do I say? Choo-choo! <laughs> All aboard a train to trailer town, everybody on, you know? <laughs> tickets, please, tickets, please. You know? So, we'll start off with a banger. We got a trailer for Indy 5. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is the, the official title for it. And obviously Harrison Ford's back as Indy. Um, we did get a couple glimpses of de-aged Harrison Ford. Yeah. And, and they didn't doesn't look, look bad. bad at all. No. It kind of reminded me of uh, um, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Uh, Mark Hamill. Yes. Not <laughs> Mandalorian season two, Mark Hamill. Yes. Where I was yes. like, <laughs> they could do it. I don't want them to, but, but they, they could. could. They could. And you like, know? yeah, I don't think it looked bad. Uh-uh. Now, if he passes, I don't think they should do it, but. No, unless he gives ex- like explicit consent. You know what I mean? Unless he's sure. like, use my face. And you're like, all right. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna. <laughs> I don't either. He's pretty. He's, <laughs> he's a cold hearted bitch. Yeah, he's not a ball player, you know? He's like, no, he's he's pretty he's pretty cranky in a good way, you know. Do you think he's like as cranky doing Indiana Jones? Because he loves no, he loves Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah. You figure at D twenty three, he got like choked up when they showed the trailer. Oh, and yeah, he, he got like emotional on stage of like I'm just so fucking happy to do this, you know. Which I just love that it's like you know he's at the Lucas, you know, because it's all Lucas film, so he's at like the the Lucas film panel. And it's like, you know, a couple of years ago, you wouldn't have got him caught dead out there. And if he was, he'd have been like, you figure he had a smile doing the Force Awakens press. That's just because he dies. You know, he's like, thank you, fucking God. I have been telling him to do this for fucking 30 years. You know, he wanted him to die. He didn't want him to wake up from the fucking carbonite. Like, he's like, yeah, just kill him. He's done. And uh, it didn't happen. So they had to bring him back. The only way they got him back was, we will kill you. We will pay you, and then we'll kill the character, and you never have to do it again. He was a bet. Big fucking bet. <laughs> Just Harrison Ford. Deal. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Just... <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it looks like it's got some good action in it. Um, we saw Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. You know, which I always, my like, the only line of his that I always quote is, uh, was I live and breathe. <laughs> the Wolverine. <laughs> and he's a junkie now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he was the bad guy in Logan. But, uh, and he character. hasn't been in I haven't seen a him ton. too much. Um, I loved his character in yeah. uh, Logan, too. I'd... Yeah. Um, he was one of the Reavers. I can't think of his name. But, uh, yeah, so he's in that, and he's got a nice, like, cop stash, you know? <laughs> um, I am curious to see how they work around Harrison's age. Because, like, a lot of the action that we saw didn't look super physical. You know what I mean? 
where it was like him on horseback. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of him on a in a mode of transportation or like standing on top of a train. Well, there was one know? where he was on horseback where he like, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Oh, I didn't see him jump. Like it was like him from horse to get, horse. No, he didn't jump like from horse to horse, but the horse was running and he like got on real quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you could kind of tell like, that's not him. That's a little bit of CGI. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to be upset about it. No, I, obviously no. Harrison Ford can't do that. He's right. He's, he's a yeah. like, yeah. So I think he, the way to get, like I said, I, I would like to see them. Right around that, as opposed to CGI forcing yeah. you to go. It's a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, where you know you can write in the fact that like he's getting too fucking old for this shit. You know, <laughs> he just can't do this. But um, I forgot to write her name down. I love her to death, Phoebe Waller Bridge, who wrote and directed and starred in. Um, uh huh. Fleabag is his like compatriot in this. Who he said he's her godfather. Like IRL? No, no, in the movie or in the trailer, he says that he's her godfather. But I don't know (laughs) if IRL. IRL? Like really? Like dope? What? Yeah. No, in the fucking trailer. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm fairly certain she helped. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she helped write this uh, because yeah, that's her her main profession. She's a writer. so I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure she helped write this. Uh, it is being directed. Odd little, not an odd connection. I'm sure there's a reason why they're connected now. Um, it's being directed by James Mangold, who directed uh, Logan. Oh, so that's probably a portion of why Boyd Holbrook is in there, is because he worked with him and enjoyed him. Um, couldn't tell from the trailer if Boyd Holbrook was like a villain or like a side character who's not necessarily helping them, but is along for the ride in some ways. Sure. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, I, I do wonder if it's going to be the fucking Nazis again. I would be surprised because the war's over. You know what I mean? Like, who who are the villains? Are they the Russians now? Because mm. was it the Russians in Crystal Skull? Yeah, yeah. I say, I feel like it was. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you told yourself. Jamie, pull it up, and then you just start typing. Russians, yep. Yep, yep bingo. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, damn brewskis. You know? <laughs> Life's cyclical, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's a good time to live in America. The Russians are the bad guys again. Maybe we'll get another Rocky movie. You know, hey, hey, hey we are getting we are getting Creed three, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to Russia to fist fight Dolph Lundgren. You know, oh man, Creed two was Dolph Lundgren's son. It came out like just a few years too soon. It could have been cool to fight Russians again. You know? It was chill for the world to be like, yeah, fuck Russia. You know, we don't have to pretend anymore that they're cool. Uh, let's see. We did get a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah, looked like uh, gas. I think I'm not. I don't think I'm going out on a limb there to go gas. Yeah. So we, we get to see. Some, we got some. We got to talk about. Yeah, we get to see the Guardians really trying to be heroes, mm-hmm. even down to like having matching uniforms, yeah. which is kind of cool. And yeah, they weren't bad uniforms. Looked like they might have been. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of uh, what's their gang? Well, the gang that he came from, the Ravagers. I was gonna say, uh, uh, what's the police on? They have the the starships that kind of turn into a star on the back. Yeah, the Nova Corps. Nova Corps. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. maybe they are working it, with the Nova Corps. I don't know. It looks a little like that. Yeah, because it had a symbol on the chest, but I don't remember what it was. Um, 
they are they we see them visiting an alien world that looks remarkably like earth like down to having a suburb yeah. you know like a 50s idyllic suburb but then they're just aliens mm-hmm. you know creature looking al- aliens and Drax just like you know peter's like we come in peace you know and Drax just drills a little girl in the face with a fucking kickball yeah, they're all like whoa, they're like, whoa hey, hey, hey what's the fuck and they start throwing rocks and shit at him yeah it's like, yeah really soured the mood and uh, it does seem to have a pretty strong focus on Rocket. Like, there's that really sad shot of like him as a baby in the trash, yeah. and like the hand reaching in to grab him, and him looking afraid, you know. And so uh, the villain in this is the High Evolutionary, mm-hmm. who made Rocket. Yeah. And so I think that obviously that's going to be a big portion of this is like but him I, dealing with his own past. But I'm excited because we know nothing about. Not Rocket. really. I mean, you figure. We get the little glimpse in the first one mm-hmm. when he's in the bar and he's drunk and he's yelling at you know. Yeah. He kind of has that outburst about freak. being a monster yeah. and all that. And, little monster. And, you're like, <laughs> and then in the second one, it's about him with Yondu as far as yeah. like, you know, don't push people away, mm. you know. And so I think he's had a pretty decent arc and oh, we're and, both well in the first one too we get to see him like you know Brock he takes off his shirt he's got the scars and, and stuff all the, yeah just the bionicle yeah <laughs> bionicles <laughs> uh, do you remember oh things? yeah dude I had a dude, fucking computer game for the sorry, do you remember the show no, oh, dude, I was all. I mean, I remember show. that there was a show, but I don't. I don't think I watched. it. I just liked the Bionicles themselves. Dude, I'd build them and I'd play them. And I yeah. It. yeah, but uh, <laughs> gas, gas. <laughs> Welcome back to Cash or Pass. Bionicles, gas. gas. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna put low power mode on the old iPad here because it's rapidly losing battery. <laughs> We're gonna have to play beat the clock here on this show. <laughs> uh, let's see. We do see a glimpse or two of uh, Gamora. Mm-hmm. And we also got to see Will Poulter for, like, a moment as Adam Warlock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just, he does just look like a guy that's been painted gold. Yeah. You know. A little bit. I don't know what to tell you about that, you know. On the same vein, you know, Gamora kind of looks like a woman you painted green. You know what I mean? That's so it's true. whatever. But, uh, yeah. I guess, they're like, the, well, I mean, Adam Warlock was just literally made in a vat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe there is like an artificial aspect to him. You know what I mean? But yeah, it is very much Will Poulter with gold face paint on. But um, I, I kind of skipped over it. We we definitely feel like Rockets on the out, right? Him or Drax? Yeah, and we're I, both. I saw but, I saw something someone posted. I it was on. I think it might have been Twitter. Uh huh. And um, it was uh, someone talking about like. I'm not ready for the fact that like one of these four characters aren't going to make gonna it. die. And yeah. it was Drax, Rocket, Doctor Strange, and um, somebody else. I can't remember. Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, like I'm not ready. I don't want yeah, any, I don't of want any of them to go. To go. But it's, it's one or multiple of them. Do you think Doctor Strange is really going to die? I think he's still got more to go. Yeah. I mean, you figure we got the tease at the end of his movie of like, that's true. He's you know, gonna be back. yeah, that, yeah, he's going to go do stuff in the dark dimension. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's still got, but like Banana Guardians Man. 3 is being sold as like the last Guardians movie. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I'm going to get really sad. Oh, yeah. Because right. like when this shit just starts to end, like what now? <laughs> What's the purpose? You know, yeah, like. What do I do? I just, I figured this shit was going to go on until like 
forever. <laughs> now, now it's no nah, man. The show must go on, but doesn't mean it's got to be the same show. That's true. You know, it's true. But uh, yeah, so let's see here. Any more thoughts on that? Oh well, yeah, talking about uh, them die, somebody dying. Yeah, there's the couple shots of uh, Peter absolutely breaking down and screaming. Did you want to talk about what you thought about? Um, about Mantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I can't take credit for that. That was on Reddit, I think. Uh-huh. That somebody had said because there's a couple shots that look like they might be in the same scene. Uh, the one is Peter having an emotional breakdown. Looks like they're standing over like an operating table potentially, mm-hmm. and then um, another shot of Mantis also being very emotional, and it looks like it's in the same setting. And somebody on Reddit said maybe, yeah, because everybody's like, oh, well, that's the scene that Rocket dies or Drax dies or you know whatever it is. But maybe, just maybe, because uh, they are exploring the high evolutionaries stuff, mm-hmm. right? Maybe they find like the room that um, Rocket was made in, you know. And uh, or just an experiment room, and it's Mantis touching like the table and feeling all of the torment. And she can touch and she's other like holding Quill's hand or something, and he is also experiencing it, which would be a good way of showing how horrendous the experiments that are being done there are, you know, and kind of still give you some extra sympathy for um, for Rocket, where you're like, this guy, poor guy, been been through it, you know. So, I, I hope, I hope it's that's that. It. Yeah, please, <laughs> not Rocket. Like, yeah. it, 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 Rocket or Strange. Like they, uh, man, man. none of them. I don't want anybody to die. Well, yeah, but also, people got to go. If it had to be one, I mean, it, it is the hardest decision to make. But I think I'd want Drax to go first. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> I don't mean, oh yeah, but yeah. of the you yeah. know the four of them, Drax, yeah. and then. I think of the four of them, Drax is the most likely. Probably, yeah, because you were saying uh, talking about you know Dave Batista, yeah, how he was so vocally against Disney when they fired um, James Gunn, James Gunn, the, you know, back before he came back, obviously, but and that he basically was like on Twitter, like I'm going to do the movie only because I'm contractually obligated to, and that's it. I'm horrified at how quickly they fired this guy, and you know I'm disappointed in them, and I'm only fulfilling contractual obligations here. I don't want to do this movie without him. Mm-hmm. And I was like. <laughs> You know, like everybody else kind of made statements, you know, but his he was like on Twitter, like willing to die for this man. You know, he was going to bat hard for him. You got to love that kind of respect. Yeah. So next this next trailer, I'm not as excited for, but it was interesting. Uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It looks like another Transformers movie. I've never been in Transformers. You know, I, I, just... I really enjoyed the first one when it came out. I mean, you were six. Yeah, I was, just, I was a little yeah. young. Yeah. I've got like nostalgia wrapped up in it, you know what I mean? I can remember being at the theater and seeing the 3D poster for Disturbia, you know, the other Shia LaBeouf movie coming out at the time. The only thing I remember from any of the Transformers was I think I saw it in th- what the one in theaters. I'm pretty sure there's a robot that changes into a car. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, but one of them, I think they're climbing on something and it's a bunch of Autobots and Decepticons fighting, but one of them's like a crane that has like a, a wrecking ball on it. And when yeah. it turns, the two wrecking balls are nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's that's yeah. They're climbing the fucking pyramids of Giza, and there's a transformer with just wrecking ball testicles. And it's like that's what I remember. This is, this is high art, you know. And then yeah, they take a fast and steep dive. The Transformers movies. It's like the first one's you know halfway decent, and then the rest are just garbage. Yeah. 
Um, there's parts of them that are cool, you know, but majority, not good. Um, even by the end, like... The new one did have, like, a bunch of new characters yeah, uh, that they pulled the, from the, all, like, all original... The, you know, all the beasts. Cartoon shows, you know? too. Yeah. And Optimus Prime looks the most like his cartoon mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. They've still got Peter... I keep on to say Peter Gabriel. It's not Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel was in Genesis. Look up the gentleman who plays the voice of Optimus Prime. He is Peter Cullen. I don't need it. It's Peter Cullen. There it is. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm like a, a, I'm just, I'm like an encyclopedia over here. Just <laughs> Peter Cullen. Thesaurus. Just seeking my mind. I'm like the what are the what are the precogs in uh, Minority Report just laying in the pool of water. Your Start brain having is a just seizure. <gasps> <laughs> Peter Collin also played the voice of uh, Eeyore. Bingo. So, you know, Optimus Prime, who's like, you know, this big booming beacon of hope and leadership is also, okay. <laughs> you know? That's voice acting, baby. But no, I mean, all I said was, yeah, looks like a Transformers movie. Uh, doesn't have Mark Wahlberg, so. Thumbs up? Yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a continuation of the mainline movies. Or if they're doing a soft reboot from Bumblebee, which was the plan initially. Mm-hmm. When they made Bumblebee, the plan was for Bumblebee to basically be like a um, a, a reboot sure. of sorts. Sure. We're like, all right, fuck it. We're going back to the basics. It's in the 80s. Everybody likes the 80s right now. It's Bumblebee <laughs> as, a, as a VW bug. I mean, yeah, it was like Stranger Things is hot right now. Mm-hmm. Let's get Haley Steinfeld. She's new and popular. Bumblebee. Everybody likes Bumblebee. Make him the VW bug. <laughs> The whole thing's coming together. Uh, They had a fucking cool opening scene of the war on Cybertron. Oh, yeah. And then that was probably the best part of that movie. Like, I wanted more of that. Mm -hmm. Make a movie about the war for Cybertron. Yeah. Do that shit. It it costs too much money, but do it. (laughs) Fucking do it. Oh, a little news story I saw Mm. right before we recorded. Mm. It's not mixed in here. Mm. Little aside, you need to relax. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Apparently... Black Adam needed to make $600 million to break even, mm-hmm. and it's looking like it's going to come in five, 50 to $100 million shy. Um, that's a shame. That is. It, we, we were surprised at how we felt about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it, was, it wasn't that no. bad. Uh-uh. I saw Morgan. I said it didn't need to be a box office like blowout. Blowout. But, like, if it needed to make six, it should have made 750 Yeah. You know, enough to go, okay, there's something there. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't a billion-dollar movie. You know, do you think they're going to do anything with it anymore? Maybe James Gunn will with them in leadership. They might go, okay, need better writers, need, you know, there's that. It needs work, mm-hmm. but there's potential there. Yeah. Because um, I do. I think that seems to be the consensus. And just unfortunately, the marketing was not good on that. No, it I was saw very like, boring and bland. I I saw one of like uh, Dwayne Johnson like walking, and he just like had like this ball of energy in his hand that was very poorly. Yeah, CG. Yeah, and then he just throws it out in the distance, and it just says Black Adam. And I was like, Yeah, they were trying to sell it on Dwayne Johnson, yeah. and celebrity is waning as far as like I've talked about it before, probably on the podcast. I'm like. Star power isn't much of a thing anymore. Yeah, and also, like, Dwayne Johnson's audience is not the people who are going to be seeing it. Yeah, there's not a lot of overlap between Mm-mm. The Rock fans and Marvel fans. Yeah, or, you know, DC, DC Marvel, yeah. superhero movies. Um, yeah, not a lot of overlap there. Let's see here. 
Uh, ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Cocaine bear. <laughs> God, yes. <laughs> it looks yes. so fucking stupid. Uh, Scott, is it Scott Sire? Scott Sear? He's the guy in the very beginning when he opens up the door and is just... Oh, yeah, yeah, And there's just a blood-soaked a blood soaked room. He's a stand-up comedian. Yeah. He does, and I'm glad that he, I saw him in that. I'm like, oh. There's quite a few. I, I said that the movie is very face-heavy on the mm-hmm, cast, mm-hmm. where you're like, there's not like a, a name cast, you know? But there's a lot of oh I know that guy yeah I know that yeah I know that girl you figure um, Ray Liotta I told you in the movie theater I was like this might be Ray Liotta's last movie that ever comes out oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I'm like oh no is Ray Liotta's swan song <laughs> Cocaine Bear <laughs> you know oh no what did I say Johnny Cash had hurt Ray Liotta has Cocaine, cocaine bear. bear everyone's got their swan song you know. <laughs> I hurt myself <laughs> today. Um, <laughs> you had uh, Ansel. No, not Ansel. Uh, I can't pronounce the guy's name. He played Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Alden Ironreich. That's his name. Um, yeah. It's it's a bear. It's based on a true story. Obviously, it's been very Hollywooded up. Right. Uh, but it's a bear that eats cocaine. And like just a goes lot on a rampage. And then is just jacked up on coke and goes on a killing spree in pursuit of more cocaine. I mean, that sounds I mean, yeah. about, yeah, that sounds about and right. It, it's very much an action comedy. It, it fit well in front of Violent Night as a trailer. Oh, yeah. Where, like, this is dumb and violent and funny, yeah. you know? Yep. You're not going there to see, like, a tear-worthy performance? No. But you'll have fun, maybe, you know? And in the same way, it looks like how I felt about Violent Night of, like, there's a big swing. It's either going to be, uh, yes, yes, or it's not going to be good. And that's the thing is, like, we need more big swings. We need more swings because, like, everyone's I, just bunting it right now. We yeah. need someone to come in and knock a, a home run. And uh, to talk about, uh, without getting into our, our, our thoughts on Violent Night, uh, we had talked about, we, didn't, we weren't sure how it did at the box office. I looked up its budget. It was only a $20 million movie. Really? Yeah. So, like I've talked about, you need more mid-budget movies. The problem is, like, you've got too much $200 million movies where they're afraid to take a chance because that's a lot of money. Yeah. And then you're getting, like, a $5 million movie that you can't do a lot with. Sure. Potentially, you know? It's it's kind of destined to be a story heavy. Mm-hmm. And so you don't get, like, a, a fun comedy. We're like, right. there's $20 million, There's, you know, enough to do something with, but it right. doesn't have to be extravagant, you know? And, and so I was like, oh, ooh, you know, maybe. I hope this does well in, insofar as I want a, a mid-budget movie to succeed so that they go, okay. With that knowledge, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, just a couple more things here. So last trailer for us is for The Last of Us. It got its official oh, trailer. yeah. And a couple things that I don't think you caught, and you might have seen it on Reddit or, or Twitter. Um, Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie, mm-hmm. was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. She's playing Annie, uh, Ellie's mother. You remember there's the shot in the trailer of a woman holding up a freshly born baby yeah. and crying? That was Ashley Johnson. Oh. Who plays Ellie. So she gets to be oh, Ellie's mother. Oh, that's so cool. Because um, I'd seen when they announced um, at the Summer Games Fest over the, over the summer um, that her and Troy Baker were there to talk about The Last of Us Part 1 mm-hmm. coming out. And they'd mentioned that they both got small parts in the movie or in yeah. the show. And Troy Baker is playing one of David's goons, uh, like his right-hand man. I'll have to so, keep my eye out. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, Ellie, I thought we just kind of talked about, there's a scene where Joel and uh, uh, Tess and 
Ellie are standing around, and, and it must be right after he finds out that she's infected. Yeah. And uh, he goes, you know, she so much as twitches, and she starts tweaking. Yeah. And he kind of looks at her, and Tess is like, like, not, like <laughs> not a good time. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And we were both like, that wasn't that was in very the game, Ellie. but that yeah. was like, that was very on Yeah, that character. was on, on, on brand for Ellie. Um, Which we, I'm excited to see more of that. Yeah. yeah. We, we did, did get to see, as far as like, the Last of Us won. Mm-hmm. Um, we got. We do now have. Um, we've seen the full life cycle of the infected. Yes. Where in this trailer we got to see a stalker, mm-hmm. you know, crawling, you know, on its hands and feet, yep. um, which is like the in between a runner and a, a clicker. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see a bloater at the very end. Yeah, just. Yeah, big fucking nasty guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. <laughs> We got to see. I, I, we kind of see how they're incorporating the Left Behind DLC with Ellie and Riley. Yeah, uh, where like they're they're playing around in the mall. Mm-hmm. Did you play Left Behind? Mm-mm. Okay, you know. I the, I know the the extent of the, it. Yeah, the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I mean, I think that'd be kind of interesting to see how they work that into the story. Sure. If they're gonna do what the because in the DLC it takes place. Obviously, the the Ellie and Riley stuff takes place before the game but it's kind of told in flashback mm-hmm. um do you think it's gonna be told in flashback so i i could see them doing it this way so in the game uh spoiler alerts for the last of us because yeah. watch the, out yeah the show's definitely being made for people who haven't played the game mm-hmm. which i think is fair fair yeah we're like it's gonna stay true to the game but you don't have to have played the game to appreciate it sure which is a fair goal for one of the most expensive television shows ever made. Right. <laughs> you know, it needs to appeal to a wide audience. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in the game, Joel falls and gets very seriously wounded right at the beginning of winter. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of does a jump to now it's the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, The Last of Us uh, Left Behind kind of fills in that gap a little bit where it's Ellie trying to s- take care of Joel. Um, and she takes him into an abandoned mall. Yeah. And while she's there, she starts having, like, the flashbacks to her and Riley playing at the mall. And so it kind of cuts in between, you know, them just running through the mall, hanging out, and kind of seeing what happens there. And then her trying to protect Joel Mm -hmm. while they're on the run from the people that hurt Joel Mm -hmm. at the college. And so I wonder if they would do that in the show of, like, this episode takes place between us seeing Joel get hurt, you know, and then there's that episode about her and Riley, you know, where it kind of still gives you that. Oh, man, is Joel okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in the in the game, there is that little bit of a cliffhanger of like, did Joel just die? Yeah, is he going to make it? <laughs> you know? Uh, especially because then they start you off in winter playing as Ellie. Ellie. And you play as Ellie for a while oh, before minute. you go, okay, Dude, Joel must be alive. playing as Ellie in the first one, that. Yeah. And then some of the, I'm excited. It, I'm, yeah, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I'm just. Like, yeah, it just. I'm comes like, out so, January 15th and I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um. We got to hear uh, Take On Me was in the trailer. Yeah. And yeah. that's the song that she sings to Dina in part two. One. And then um, we got to hear just a couple notes of the main theme mm-hmm. at the very end when they showed the title. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, so any more thoughts on The Last of Us? No, I'm, I'm very excited. Honestly, I do think that they, they would be able to get away with doing it as flashbacks, like per mm-hmm. episode, like giving you a little like tidbit of what's going on, then flashback. Maybe yeah. that's the episode. Yeah. That seems very fitting. I mean, like you like you just said, it was yeah. kind of in the game, so it could fit in the, in the TV show for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for it. I am too. I'm really, really excited. 
Uh, and then The Mandalorian Season 3 is going to premiere on March 1st. Yeah. Which is great because that means that The Last of Us part, or sorry, The Last of Us TV show should run right up to The Mandalorian. So we basically are going to get like almost six months of uninterrupted Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal. as a papa figure, yeah. you know? And uh, it makes me think of the, the uh, interview he did where it's like the, the, lie, the lie detector. Yeah. And he, they ask him if he thinks he's a bigger daddy than Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. And he goes, well, he really is a daddy because he's got but, kids and yeah, I don't. But, but daddy's a state of mind. Yeah. He goes, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. <laughs> he's year, everyone's daddy. Near the uh, Pascal. Yeah. The, the year of the Pascal. Uh, Jedi Survivor is getting its world gameplay mm-hmm. premiere on December 8th. That's this Thursday. Yeah. Uh, during the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a Steam posting that was taken down very quickly. But the Steam posting showed uh, both pre-order bonuses as well as a release date of March 16th of 2023. I saw the pre-order bonus. Yeah. There's a blaster. Yeah, and on the picture a, that they showed, he's got a blaster on his hip. Yep. And he's wearing, like, a vest? It's, no. The pre-order is... Well, the pre-order is Han Solo's vest and blaster. Yeah, not, yeah. Not that's one mine. That's one of them. Oh, I didn't know there were multiple. Yeah. Han Solo's vest and blaster, and then... Obi-Wan's. Uh, yeah. And um, Anakin's lightsaber. Oh, the one I had uh, was... Oh. I picked up. Yeah. Was... Uh, <laughs> that was my hoodie. Close to... Hanzo or Hanzo, uh, Obi Wan's mm-hmm. lightsaber. Yeah, because I saw two lightsabers, two blasters. The one blaster I saw kind of looked like uh, Ray's light yeah, or blaster. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, the very the polished cylinder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, the Obi Wan outfit it went kind of hard. Yeah, I was yeah. like, and there's no there's no ponchos. Everybody was talking about that. You know, it looks like it's vests instead of ponchos. I, like ponchos, I did too. You know. But, you know, if you can make the vest work, all right. Make the vest work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was like, has, uh, has Cal been juicing? Like, he looks... He looks <laughs> yoked. Yeah, he looks pretty strong. <laughs> has uh, he been juicing? He's been training. Because you figure up until Jedi <laughs> Fallen yeah, Order. I almost got my shit pushed in by Vader. <laughs> Vader I'd, I'd be, be pumping the fucking <laughs> bench hard, you know. Pumping the iron. He's <laughs> like, oh, shit, I got work to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, because he did. Yeah, that... I was so fucking mad at you. Can I tell people about this? Yeah. We were like, I we were we had basically been trading off and on playing Fallen Order mm. on my PlayStation. You bought the game, I own the PlayStation. Yeah. So we just kind of like, all right, you play, I'll play, you play, I'll play. Well, I ended up. You started it before me. I ended up beating it before you. Yeah. <laughs> but you go. I'm like maybe ten hours into the game, and you're like, I got a spoiler. Or it's not really a spoiler. Can I tell you one thing? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I saw something. <laughs> You fight Vader at the end. And I was like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck, dude? That is exactly a spoiler. He's like, how did a spoiler? It's Star Wars. Of course Vader's going to be in it. I was like, was he in any of the fucking trailers or promotional material? You're like, well, no. I was like, then maybe it's a spoiler. And you're like, oh. And then, you know, at the end when he shows up, I was like, I, you were sitting there. And I looked over at you. That would have been pretty fucking cool if I didn't know it was coming. You're like, I'm sorry. I felt so bad, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. But like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine how I felt first off realizing, fuck, I just spoiled it for Colin. And then two going, fuck, I just I spoiled, spoiled it for myself. Me. Yeah. Like, this is just the worst, really doubling down. Yeah. But, oh, shit. Let's see here. Uh, 
Last thing, while being interviewed by Fan Nation. Fan Nation. Uh, <laughs> Real David trap Harbor. shit. <laughs> David Harbour was asked about video games, and he went on to say, basically, uh, the quote was, I actually have one coming out. Uh, me and Jody Comer did a video game. Uh, that'll be coming out, I think it's next year, a horror game. And so Jody, if you don't know, Jody Comer is um, the serial killer in the show Killing Eve okay. on BBC. Pretty good show. Uh, check that shit out. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But um, she's also the the female uh, character in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Free Guy. Oh, okay. So she's kind of got some pretty decent stuff yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. of her uh, out of her her corner there. But um, people are speculating that it could be the game could be the next Dark Pictures anthology game, which is from the creators of Until Dawn, because they've been you know they they have a tendency to use. Yeah, because I, you know, I heard quote unquote, the, proper the quarry actors. flopped. Yeah, the quarry apparently wasn't good, but I've heard pretty decent things about a lot of the Dark Pictures okay. anthology games. Okay. So there's a lot of them out now. Mm-hmm. I think there's like seven out, and I'm like, but they're all pretty uh, relatively short. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like that was kind of their model was what if we made a lot of shorter games to help get them out faster? Right. Um, which is fine. You know, I think they're also cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, yeah, this one's 20 bucks and it's only five hours, but it was only 20 bucks, you know, and it still has like replayability as far as the choice and all that. It's, it's very much an Until Dawn type game. Right. Uh, but I think that'd be pretty cool to see David Harbour doing that. I um, like David Harbour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just in general, I like seeing, I mean, you figure Callisto Protocol just came out and it's got Josh Dumel in it. I haven't, okay, so as far as like the Callisto Protocol. Yeah. It came out, I heard a lot of people gassing it up, and then it came out, and it's been silent. So, I know that on PC, it had kind of a rocky release, okay. as far as, like, bugs with the Unreal Engine, okay. but it sounds like it's already been patched and fixed, but I've heard pretty, like, uh, not mid things, like, middle good, like, okay. 70, 80 percent, sure. you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, which, all right, you know, that's not a bad, not a bad score, Mm-mm. you know? If I got an 80 on a test, I'd be like, safe, you know? <laughs> safe, safe. What is it? C's get degrees, you know? Yeah. No, D's, de- D's get degrees. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm cool. I'm down with that. I want to see, like, I'm, I'm torn on the topic. I want to see, it's cool to see, like, a favorite actor mm-hmm. in a video game because mm-hmm. it kind of, like, legitimizes video games you know what i mean it's like yeah see actors are getting in on the Mm -hmm. action but then also it's like maybe let video game actors thrive in video gaming you know what i mean it's like when uh uh, an actor goes in and does voice acting in a tv show or something like that and is just mid you know and it's like legends like mark hamill (laughs) right yeah or you know it's a me a mario (laughs) you know it's a me mario and it's like you know, there's a guy that did that voice, mm-hmm. and is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I bet he would have done it. Yeah, I don't, well, did he have a response for any of that? I'm not sure. I know that um, IGN has posted videos of like the trailers, but vo- the voice is redone with the original Mario voice. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're pretty funny to like compare when you're like, ooh. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it is very much just Chris Pratt. Yep. Like, Chris Pratt's voice acting is really good in, like, the Lego movie. Sure. But he is just doing Chris Pratt, 
but it's a you know a cartoonish and energetic right, version right. of himself. Whereas like Mario has a very specific voice, you know. <clears throat> and that's just it's not it's one him. of the most synonymous things with like my mom. If I went, it's a me, yeah, she would go, oh, it's Mario. Mario. You know what I mean? And my mom is not <laughs> it's like a me. <laughs> it's Mario. Yeah, she go. Is that supposed to be Mario? You know what I mean? Like my mom, who doesn't do video games, would be like. That's not fucking Mario. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get this shit Get off it. the screen. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> but, so that's all I had for news. Like I said, I tried to keep the news news light since we had so much trailer to talk about. Um, so if you're yeah, right over there, are you starting to break into a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun? Uh, I want to talk about Violent Night. Yeah, let's talk about it, baby. So Violent Night, uh, we'll start with the, like we always do with the box office. Yes. Um, had a domestic box office weekend. Uh, just came out on Friday, mm-hmm. of thirteen point four million, with an international of seven point three for a world total of twenty point seven million dollars. So did it already now on a budget of twenty million? So, you know, if you add marketing in, um, you know, it's we'll call it forty million. Yeah. So even still, it's only halfway there. But depending on how word of mouth does, it might make its money back. Yeah. Um, reception, uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score was seventy one. But the audience score was a 90. Yeah. Um, IMDb was a 7.1 out of 10, and Metacritic had it a 55. So it, it was oh, pretty wow. divisive. Um, especially when you look at, like, 71, 7.1, 55, and then the audience gave it a 90. Mm-hmm. I think it is definitely a movie meant for the, the audience. Right. You know, I mean, it's not a... It's not something to... You know, I'm not going to write an essay on, <laughs> you know, the deeper meanings of Violent Night. Right. You know what I mean? Um so, a little bit of the cast here. David Harbour is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. John Leguizamo is uh, the character known as Scrooge. I think they say his name is Jimmy. Jimmy or Johnny, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Hassel plays Jason Lightstone. Uh, he, he's kind of like the, the the dad of the, yeah. the family. Um, Alex Louder is his wife, Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, Edie or Eddie Patterson is Alva, which is his sister. <laughs> And then Beverly D'Angelo is Gertrude, which Beverly D'Angelo, for people that don't know by name, is the mom from National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is she's something in this. And then Leah, either Leah or Leah Brady is Trudy. And then Alexander Elliott is Bert, which is the the son mm-hmm. the, or the, the, the nephew. <laughs> I'll tell you. So. You have a plot synopsis? Absolutely. Yeah, you, you looked it up just now, didn't you? <laughs> I looked it up right before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> An elite team of mercenaries break into a family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage inside. However, they aren't prepared for a, su- a surprise combatant. Santa, <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus is on the ground, and he's, he's about, about to show why this Nick is no saint. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the premise is so fucking dumb. Uh, like I said, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is either a banger or a bust. Like, there's no way this is going to be mid. It's either bad or good. Um, this Nick is no saint. saint. Yeah. Uh, when a group of mercenaries uh, attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. Uh, hold on, I'll do my trailer voice. Let me see yours. Let me see your premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's a good pun for the... Oh, shit, I ain't got no eyes. You're going to have to hit control plus on that bitch. I don't know. How. I ain't got no eyes. You hit control and then the plus button. <laughs> control, slow down. Plus. Control. <laughs> Give me like two more of those. One more. Boom. <laughs> all right, all right, here it is. Trailer voice. Mm-hmm. 
An elite team of mercenaries breaks into a family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone hostage inside. However, they aren't prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus is on the grounds, and he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. <laughs> Coming to theaters Coming to near theaters you. you. Yeah, Violent Night. <laughs> Rated R, you know. <laughs> How do I, do I have to do control, control minus? minus? Bingo, dude, it's so intuitive. Okay, where's the minus? It's the one that looks like a line. It is not far from the plus. In fact, I believe it is next to it. Bingo. All right, we're in. So, uh, spoiler-free plot thoughts. You want to start? You want me to start? Um, you typically start. Me more. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the, it's yeah, the way it's the, the cookie crumbles. Yeah. It's the rhythm. So, uh, I just said it, that Santa is a drunk who <laughs> seems to have given up on Christmas a little bit. Where he's pretty dejected with how greedy the world is. Um, he, I think the, the story is pretty basic, but that's not a negative in this case. Um, the movie doesn't really need too much plot. I think if you tried, it kind of turned into like a Godzilla thing. Which, which we got to talking about. Yeah. was like, which we'll, we'll get into <laughs> yeah, more later on. The spoiler stuff, but uh, I think you would, if you got too heavy in story, you would run into like the Godzilla issue of like, yeah. I came here to see monsters fight. Why are Why? you bogging this down with the heroes, or, you know, with the, mm. the, the human stories? I came here to see Santa fuck people up. Yeah. Like, don't. Don't get me too caught up in family drama. And they delivered on that. Yeah. You looked like you were about to yak. Are you good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> were you struggling with some of that? A little bit. A little bit. was a little heavy. <laughs> you were just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, don't puke on the mic. Whatever you do, don't puke on the mic. No, it was just a little heavier of a burp, and I just kind of had to sit up straight for it. And, <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to cut. He's going to yak. Uh, <laughs> I think it does a good job of balancing the action and comedy. Uh, and not taking itself too seriously mm-hmm. while also managing to commit fully to the bit oh, yeah. enough to sell it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, it knows that it's a silly, stupid premise. Right. You know? Um, and, and doesn't shy away from that fact. <laughs> like, they give us a little bit of Santa lore. Yeah. That, like, uh, you know, we'll talk more about, but I, I, I was pretty intrigued. I, I would like know to know more a bit more about, about. Yeah. Um, and then in that same vein, it uses some of Santa's traditional lore. In interesting ways. I have a market here. Mm-hmm. Do not let me forget. I have a, a funny theory I want to suggest, but it has to be after spoilers. Okay. Funny theory. Yes. All right. Uh, so Suggestion. Yeah. More so what do you think about uh, some of the plot thoughts? Uh, as far as the plot, it's pretty simple. Um, I will say they do a, a really good job of keeping you in tune with everything mm-hmm. like you know it it was two hours it, right and it didn't 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 feel too long no. it, everything's pretty vague to the point where like you don't have to you're not really trying to read into it <laughs> right yeah, right yeah. and it's yeah. just like okay yep you're following through you're no. following through and they focus on uh, some more of the the plot points that uh, right yeah you know, of the movie itself of violent night yeah right yeah um yeah so, and, and like it's it's weird because it's like a pretty they keep it short, but you know they yeah. give you what you want. Like yeah, it, it, yeah I mean, there's not a lot of story to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so characters and chemistry. Mm-hmm. I thought David Harbour plays a good Santa Claus. Absolutely. If that Santa had a dark past and was an alcoholic. Yes. Like you know, he is not your ho 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> there's a couple times where he. But he, he does. Says he does it. hit a ho ho ho. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, 
but, but he doesn't play it off as like a full on ho ho ho. It's like, Trudy, the daughter, yeah. she manages to not be an annoying kid. No, which not at all. For me, is hard for child actors, mm-hmm. you know, especially that small, to not be like, like I get it, but right. get him out of here. <laughs> I think about the, the shit, shit off the screen. I think about the the kid from Black Adam. <laughs> Annoyed the shit out of yeah. me, dude. But then on the flip side, you get the little girl that played Leia in Obi Wan. That's you know? very true. So maybe maybe little girl actresses are better at being a child actor than boys. That could be it. You know, I don't know, man. Maybe that's too broad a brush to stroke with. You know. <laughs> To paint with. Too, too broad a brush stroke. That's what I'm trying to settle say. down on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mom, uh, Beverly D'Angelo, is an absolute monster in this movie. Like, our, our introduction to her, she straight up calls someone a cocksucker on the phone. Like, I mean, I think that's, a kind of, that's something that we can spoil a little bit because it's yeah. not, uh, you know. It's nothing detrimental, but she's just being a goblin to somebody on the phone. Uh, I believe she uses the word twat. Uh, I mean, she's using pretty, yeah, pretty strong language on the phone with somebody, and she ends the conversation by like, "Yes, thank you very much, Merry Christmas, Senator." You know, and you're like, "Jesus, I going to talk to a senator yeah. like that." Oh, I don't know if I should have just straight up yelled the word cocksucker. That's pretty abrasive, even for the podcast. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we put a little disclosure in the beginning. You're about to hear the the CS words, you know, the full thing. Yeah, but um, Merry Christmas, yeah, Merry Christmas, Senator. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Senator. You're like, whoa, she's just talking that way to a senator, and like it sounds like he's got this person on the ropes, you know, or she's got this person on the ropes. But uh, I hate Jason's family. Like his mom, his sister, yeah. his not his brother-in-law. It sounds like maybe they're just dating. Mm-hmm. But the guy that her that his sister is dating. Yeah. Oh my God, he's a douche. Yep. And then her son, mega douche. Yep. Mom is just a monster, as I said. <laughs> yeah. His family sucks, uh, and that's kind of a, a plot point as well. Mm-hmm. Is like his, the conflict that that causes within his family yeah. of like, I hope you know that your family sucks. You know. Ass. Yeah, and Ass. he's like, I, I know, I know. Um, apparently, they're like, what? What is it? They're like the richest private citizens something like that um <laughs> yeah my the way i listed my notes the sister's boyfriend is a bit much for me sometimes like as far as like i don't he feels somehow too silly of a dumb character you know what i mean mm-hmm. where like his whole bit is that he's a dumb actor okay. but like sometimes they're it's like okay like he, they made him cartoonishly dumb sure you know what i mean where it's like I think this guy would know how to tie his shoes. You know what I mean? He reminds me... Oh, you haven't seen it. He reminds me of The Deep uh, in The Boys. I've seen The Boys. I mean, I've seen the first season. Sure. Yeah, he, and so, yeah. Makes me think of a little bit of, of, that. The, of The Deep. Very if The full, Deep was very, dumber. Yeah, very full of himself yeah. in, in that way. Uh, and then I said, same with The Sun. Like, The Sun is very much a caricature of a chronically online, yeah. you know, Gen Z. Um, it's what boomers, boomers would write in the comic books on newspapers <laughs> of what teenagers would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, and then the sister too, like you know, very, mm-hmm. very much just groveling at her mother's feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> David Harbor, I said David Harbor and John Leguizamo really kind of carry the movie. Yeah, uh, John Leguizamo is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever see the, um, uh huh, Romeo and Juliet? Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's great in that. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Mercutio in that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and they pull out their, they draw their swords and yeah. the guns. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, what are your character's chemistry thoughts on that? Spoiler-free. Um, as far as it goes with... I liked it. Because you get told in the very beginning that um, Jason Lightstone and his wife... Uh, what was her name? Linda. Linda. Um, I don't think they're divorced, but they're maybe... They're split. Separated. Yeah, they're, they yeah. are separating. And they didn't make that feel very real. Yeah. In the sense of like, you know, they were getting in the car and then they're like, you know, thank, thanks for doing this. Which yeah. Like, I'm not doing yeah. it for you. For you. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, it, it felt real. And then. Yeah. Um, and like the fact that Trudy could see it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, like it felt real enough for me to buy it. Yeah. Uh, there are certain, you know, certain points here and there. Is, you know, yeah. yeah. But I mean, again, like you're not focusing. It's not necessary. Yeah. You're not yeah. focusing on it. Yeah. Um, but then the, I. Same thing, everything you're saying with like the the sister, the brother in law, and the nephew. Yeah. The nephew was a little shit, like I. Yeah, <laughs> but a really underrated uh, character we need to talk about is Krampus. Yeah, <laughs> the, the guard. <laughs> you know, yeah, the guard. Should we talk about that later? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But as far as like non spoilers, I mean, yeah, everyone was good. Uh, meeting Gingerbread because you do meet Gingerbread pretty early on. Yeah, he's kind of the muscle guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, his character's just a little he, funny. What was his name? Hans? Yeah. The, he's the German guy. Mm-hmm. Real yeah. tall, yeah. Yeah. With the white beard and everything. And yeah. um, I did like how... <laughs> we'll talk about it in spoilers. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it in spoilers. Yeah. But no, I, yeah, I liked all the chem- you know, chemistry, especially with David Harbour and Trudy. That did feel yeah, that very real. Was, yeah. Um, he, he felt, felt the, the most, most like Santa Claus when he was talking to Trudy. Yeah, because... I. There were points where it's like, you know, he's given up on Christmas, yeah. right? He, you know, he's this yeah. drunk piece of shit. But, like, he sees Trudy, and he's just kind of like... That's this little girl still... She still really believes. Least, yeah. So, you know, he kind of... Which gets is part that. of why he's, yeah. you know, like, willing to do all this stuff. And so, it's, being able to see that chemistry was really good. Yeah. Um, so, then I think it's time to rate this thing. Yeah, absolutely. How, how do we rate stuff around here? So, you can be... You know, Overwhelmed, which means you were thoroughly enjoyed with the film. Uh, you know your expectations were met. Uh, you can be underwhelmed, which means you weren't quite satisfied with the film. There's, you know, a lot of things that you found not good. Yeah. Or you can always just meet in the middle and just be simply overwhelmed. Yeah. So, uh, I was overwhelmed. Yeah, like, I was definitely overwhelmed. You know, because I did. I had pretty like mixed ho- like hopes and then fears. I really didn't expect anything. Uh, yeah, like that's I, just I kind of went in. I was like, I really don't know what to expect out of this. You know, yeah. when was the last time I've seen uh, a, a Santa movie come out that was good, good. past right, like yeah. Elf? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, when the premise is Santa, but he is effectively violent, right? You know and what I mean? So this is just a totally new ballpark. Yeah, and it, yeah. yeah. John Wick esque, but not John Wick. At, you know, not as graceful as John Wick. I'd right. say. You know. Um, it was very much like in the same vein as Die Hard. Yeah. Of like, you know, he's just scrapping together what he can, you know, yep. and, and it's a Christmas action movie, you know, um, rated R, you know. He didn't say yippee Kaye, motherfucker, but <laughs> like he could have, yeah, you know. He, he could have, and I would have been like, oh, that's fitting. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so, I mean, it's a weird movie because, like, the only thing to spoil it is, like, action scenes. Yeah. You know, and I... Oh, it's a car driving by. Scared the piss out of me. I know. I thought the porch light came on. I was like... Well, I thought the shadow... Oh, I thought the shadow was somebody standing there. (laughs) No, I thought the porch light came on. I was like... (laughs) Just... Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Are we out there? Uh, No. So, 
Uh, Santa was a Viking Raider before he was Santa Claus. <laughs> and his name was Nicked in the Red. Nicked in the Red. And he wielded a hammer yeah. called Skull Crusher. Yeah, he did. Uh, the I way they reveal that was that. really cool. Because, like, he has his first little skirmish where he kind of gets cut in the mm-hmm. in the stomach. And uh, he goes to, like, hide away and doctor himself up. And when he takes his jacket and shirt off, he's got, like, he's the, hike, the Viking, like, runes mm-hmm. all over his, his chest, chest and shoulders, shoulders and arms. And, back. And, and I would look at you and I went, is he a Viking? And, I was and like, you're like, yeah, I think, I think, he, think might he might be a Viking. And then he does just have the briefest little, like, flashback. And you see him in, like, a ruined village. Yeah. And he's wearing, like, the Viking helmet with the long, like, long red wet hair, hair yeah. you know? And you're like, oh, he's, he's a Viking. Yeah. He is a Viking. He's a raider. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of cool. Action-wise, um, well, let's start at the beginning because you really enjoyed the beginning when he's at the, the English pub oh there my, in London. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's so, tying a couple on and he just gets shit-faced. Right. Yeah. He's, he's just, eating walnuts. Yeah. He's eating walnuts, just drinking. And then, you know, another, like, Santa comes in and sits yeah. down and is like, you know. Kind of, you know, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. You making know. small talk and. He's like, well, put his beers on me because he's saying how he doesn't, yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't want to do Christmas it. Yeah, anymore. he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and uh, he's like, all right, well, I better get out of here. You know, he gets up to go leave, and then he heads up to the roof, and the and the, the bartender's like, yeah, ah, shit, I bet I gotta go run down and yeah. grab him. <laughs> if he kills himself, I'm in trouble. <laughs> she runs up there on the roof, and he sees that he's actually in the sleigh flying away. Yeah, and she's she has that all like, amazed, and then it just hard cuts. To <laughs> The Santa Claus is <laughs> just ralphing <laughs> over the side of the sleigh. I mean, it lands just perfectly all over her fucking right head and shoulders. There, and there's like rice in it. And like yeah. you can tell, like, oh, this man's been eating food and it's shit. just the whole, whole time he's, he's been drinking and eating and eating and drinking, you know, and just he yacked on it. And uh, that's a funny little montage of him flying over places he's, and like he's, he's like piss over yeah, he's taking a piss over DC off the side of the sleigh. He's steering with like a foot you know <laughs> at one point foot over the over the sleigh yeah he's all comfy he's kicked back at one point he shotguns a beer <laughs> while he's flying <laughs> you know and uh <laughs> you know because somebody's even like you know should you be driving like that and he's like no the reindeer know where they're going <laughs> i steer a little bit but, but the reindeer do, the reindeer most, do most of the work, work you know and it's true he is just <laughs> fucked up and he's flying the sleigh and he's stumbling around. I don't like seeing him like eat the cookies and drink the milk and like spit the milk back in the cup. He's like, ugh, this has just been sitting out, you know? And at the one point, he's like, skim. What the hell, you know? And, uh, you know, and then like a sad little beat where like he's in a really slummy house and like oh. dad is drunk and passed out in the recliner. Yeah. And there's a girl that's a little too old to be in a, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? A crib. That? A crib. Laying in a crib, and he kind of like lays the gift next to her in there, and then he goes over and he takes the six pack of beer off of Dad's lap, and it's like, all right, this is mine. And then he lays a lump of coal for him. Yeah, and you're like, Oof. yeah, rough. Yikes! But um, yeah, so he he gets to Trudy's grandmother's house, mm-hmm. where John Leguizamo and his crew have taken over the house. Uh, killed all of the staff. Yeah, and uh, you know, have rounded the family up in the family room. They we get uh, a quick snippet when they the fa- uh, when Jason Lightstone and his family pull up to the the, the, the compound, and we see Al, who yeah, we're introduced the, the, to, 
and they the kill him really quick right yeah, off the rip. Shoot him right in the forehead. And like this guy was very wholesome and yeah, like you it know, felt like a character that might get away. Right. You know, and like yeah, because they they talk to him they're like, yeah, he's you know, real having sweet. a good Christmas, and he goes, yeah. or, or Trudy asks, you know, what, what do you want for Christmas? Christmas? He goes, to not, not work on Christmas Eve. Yeah, but I must have been naughty because here I am. And so yeah. you're thinking like, oh, you know, yeah, he's funny a guy. guy, right? Yeah. And then yeah, just gets shot right in the shot head. in the forehead, just yeah. quick. And I was like, oh my god, dude. So, yeah. They've run all the lights, turns up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, John Guzama's plot is basically that. Uh, the grandmother basically stole $300 million from the U.S. government. Yep. Uh, and is hiding it in a vault in her basement. As one basement. does. And uh, you're like, oh, shit. And they want that money, right? So they're working on the vault and uh, and all that stuff. And Santa was there delivering presents when they started shooting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? You know, and he kind of snooping yeah, around. He fell asleep in the, yeah, he fell asleep uh, in the massage chair. Massage he drank. Chair. What does he say? Yeah, he drinks the, the bourbon that's like from 1938. Uh, this is some pre-war shit. Pre-war shit. And he, pour, he dumps the milk in the ice bucket <laughs> and then just pours the fucking bourbon in the still kind of milky, milky glass and is drinking that. He's like, oh, it's good. Oh, God. And he just takes the homemade cookies, cookies. Goes and plops his ass down in the massage chair. He takes like, a bite and goes, oh, homemade. Homemade. Yeah, and he's just a pig. And he's just sitting in the massage chair, drinking his bourbon, eating his cookies, and just <laughs> he passes zonks, out. Zonks. And he wakes up to gunfire. And like, what the fuck, you know? And he just goes snooping, you know? And he's like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. Yeah, I mean, he's just this trying place to is hot. Yeah, and he's trying to go up the, the chimney, and he has to, like, touch his nose. To make his magic yeah. work so he can suck up the chimney. But it wasn't working. It wasn't working because he's probably, you know. Drunk. Drunk and doesn't have the Christmas spirit in him, mm-hmm. you know. So he ends up you know, getting cornered, uh, hiding behind a Christmas tree. And the person's like, you know, come out of there. And he gives him a fight. And it's a pretty good fight yeah. as far as, like, feeling scrappy. Mm-hmm. Where it's very, it's not like, oh, yeah. That's where it's not John Wick. Right. You know, John Wick is very, like, efficient Corey and lethal. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this was just, like, a brawl. Yeah, these guys are just fighting it was, for their lives. Yeah, it's life and death, you know. And, uh, you know, fighting over the gun. Mm-hmm. And then he's, the gun fires into the ceiling and almost hits his reindeer. Yeah, and the reindeer, reindeer fly off. So he's fucking stuck. And he uh, fucking ends up throwing the guy out the window. And he gets impaled <laughs> on, like, an icicle decoration. It, it look, yeah, it looks like a decoration. It's, yeah, it's decoration. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, <laughs> shit. You know, and he picks up his uh, uh, cookies. He's <laughs> like, well, got to find a way out of, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of starts to flee the scene, you know. <laughs> and he wanders into a basement. Because doesn't he decide that he needs to call for help? Yeah. He's looking for a phone. He's like, yeah. I better call 911 or something, you know. <laughs> He's in the basement, and, uh, you know, it's like the game room, and he hears a walkie. No, no, no. So he's in the basement, and that person comes in to fight him again. Yeah. And that's where he's got the, you know, he's getting his shit kind of kicked. Yeah. And he gets yeah. thrown over the pool table, and he grabs the stocking. Oh, dude, yeah. And fills, fills it with the pool with balls. The, yeah. And, just and then just whipping the, the shit, out of, shit guy. out of him until the stocking tears mm-hmm. and he loses the balls and like fuck. <laughs> and he, then he starts getting kicked again. And his like hail mary is he just stabs the guy in the eye with, with the tree topper yeah. star and then plugs it in and, then electrocutes, and it electrocutes him so hard that his head bursts into flames. I say that acting right there was I thought it felt very real when he first stabs him yeah. and the guy like instantly it's shoots like, back oh, and he's like oh. screaming but the way his hands are shaking yeah. like he's like he can't touch it cuz you know 
that was good I, yeah. good acting, I thought. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, he plugs it in and it zaps the guy so hard that his head bursts into flames. And we were like, gee. I think he laughed. <laughs> yeah, because like, he, <laughs> he scalped him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his fucking head just burst into flames. just starts turning to ash. Ash. And you're like, Jesus. And then he just gets on the walkie talking to Trudy. Because <laughs> Trudy's got herself a little walkie where mom and dad were trying to make up for the letter for, to Santa, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because they didn't go to the mall. Or... Yeah. Uh, you know, and so she's trying to talk to Santa, you know. Yeah. And they told her, you know, he probably won't answer because he's busy. But, you know, little do they know Santa's on, what was it, on the ground, you know. And, uh, yeah, so Santa picks up and is like, uh, hello. She's like, is this Santa? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it is actually, you know. Who's this? And she's like, it's Trudy. And he pulls out his nice, his nice, naughty, his, naughty, his naughty nice list. And, yeah, it's kind of neat the way it is. It's like almost holographic, you know. Like when he opens it, it just kind of forms and says naughty or nice and what the good deeds they had done or the right. bad deeds. And, you know, it's like, Hirsch was like, always listens to parents mm-hmm. and loves animals and is sweet to animals. And, you know, Caring, she's just a kind. good girl, you know. And so he's like, oh, she's nice. She's on the nice list. I got to help her. And uh, she's basically like, you know, the only thing I want for Christmas is that you get my mommy and daddy back together and that you can, can you help us. Yeah. You know, and he's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I got you. I'll help you, but I can't. I, yeah, can't I don't know if I parents. can get your parents back together. That's not how I work, but I'll save you. And so he just, it's like, all right, well, I got to get this girl out, you know. Some stuff happens. She ends up hiding in the attic. Yeah. Um, you had a fun theory that you didn't want to forget about. Oh, yeah. Second violent night theory confirmed. Okay. Santa Claus comes back and he's no longer Santa Claus. But he still has the naughty or nice list. But if you're naughty, he just comes and kills you. Kills you. you. <laughs> he just is like a hitman, but for the naughty list. <laughs> Let's confirm that right now. It's Let's just trademark. Called, trademark it's called, uh, you know, Violent Night 2, naughty list, you know. <laughs> naughty or nice, I don't know, you know. <laughs> it's called Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, Violent, Violent Night 2, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. It's just him bringing about the end times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he, he, he decides he's got to help Trudy. Mm-hmm. And there's this premise that's set up of... That he's like, she gets, she hides in the attic, and he, she's like, I could set booby traps like, <laughs> like Home Alone, uh, like Home Alone. That's a fun movie. And he's like, Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah if you can that do is. that, yeah, if you can do that, you know, do it safely. quietly. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And so she's like, Okay, you know. Well, he ends up getting captured, and uh, she uh, starts sprinkling snow down through the ceiling. Styrofoam. Styrofoam is the snow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it distracts them long enough that he can escape. Yeah, you know, she actually kind of saves him, and. Uh, that's when they kind of are all starting to realize that this guy might legitimately be, be Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Oh, and I forgot to mention in his fights, he's using his bag. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, that was some of the stuff that I thought was interesting where he's got his bag that you just reach your hand in and a gift materializes in your hand, you know. No. And so he's kind of grabbing gifts out and just trying to hopefully hopefully find like something useful. Yeah, he's like, what, nobody's, nobody wants a sword, sword or a Sword anymore, bat? yeah. And, you know, because he, he, I think he does eventually find a golf club. Yeah. And uses that for a little bit, and then it starts getting used on him, you know? <laughs> They're just clubbing him in the head. But, uh, yeah, so he, they burn his bag, mm-hmm. and he's like, Fuck, you know, shit, you know, that's my bag or whatever. And he, you know, manages to twinkle his nose and go out the gym. Get out and escape. And he's hiding on the roof when uh, the extraction team shows up. And the extraction team is supposed to be working for the light stands to come save them. They've been bought off. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're in on it. It's an inside job. And... Uh, they kill the the fucking brother-in-law, the actor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good, you know. <laughs> yeah, thank God he's a tool. And your your character, uh, what's his name? 
Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. Krampus. <laughs> Krampus is just this little fucking tool psycho killer. He's a sociopath. Yeah. He's just this weird guy. And At one point, they need a volunteer to torture Jason. Uh, and they're using a nutcracker on his fingers. Yeah. And they and then twist. They that break thing. that finger hard. Yeah. Like, not only do they crush it, but then they twist, twist and it. drop it. Yeah. And, and so that finger's done. Just, that's done. And there's a bigger nutcracker, and Jay, uh, John Leguizamo's like, nah, it's not a not a finger cracker, is it? You know, let's get his, I forget what he calls him, you know, like his nards or something, you know. Get him out, and she's like, I'm not touching his junk, you know. And then he's like, all right, well, I need, somebody will do it, it doesn't have to be hurt, you know. And Grump is like, I'll do it, you know. I've never done it before, I'll do that, you know. And so they're very close to putting his testicles in the nutcracker. I was waiting on them to do it. I would have been so squeamish, yeah. like just the thought of just, literally crushing a testicle oh. yeah and so they almost do it and that's when trudy kind of speaks up and yeah saves the, saves the, saves, saves daddy's testes. loins saves the family jewels you know is your battery dying <laughs> choose backup options to protect your pictures and documents no pass no thank you i'm good so yeah they uh yeah krampus is a is a associate <laughs> krampus is a so the extraction team gets there and now, and that was a kind of a neat thing was he's got his naughty list and that's how he knows how many he's got mm-hmm. to take out. And the naughty list just grows. Yeah. So he's like, shit, you know, as we kind of, he sneaks away cause they've just used a mounted machine gun and are just firing at his position on the, on the roof and he rolls off the roof, kind of eats shit and, is like, and hobbles his way into like a, a, a pool shed house. or like a pool house. Yeah. I didn't gather exactly what the room yeah. was cause it had like. Sporting material, you know, sporting goods, and it, it could have been a shed. Also, had like outdoor, like you know, your gardening tools and yeah. stuff. So I don't know, but he uh, is hiding in there, and he gets on the walk, and he's telling Trudy like, <laughs> "This is it, baby." Like, pretty sure I'm done because there's just too many of me. I'm still, you know, and he kind of tells her who he was, that he was a bad guy, you know. And she's like, "Well, you know, what if you use your bad? What if you use your bad for good? No. You know." And he's like. I don't know, man. She's like, "Come on, Sam. You know, you you help the bad. You know, you help the kids that need help. What do you want for Christmas? You know, he's like, I just want to see Mrs. Claus one more time. You know, she's like, well then, better make you know, that happen. Better, better make that happen. Get better go go home and see her. And he drops his ring and it rolls away and he's chasing it and it settles against a sledgehammer after he's just been you know waxing Talking poetic about, about Skull, Skull Crusher and how gifted he was with his war hammer and you're like. I, I even it's funny because there's a trailer in front of the movie for a movie called like Plane, mm-hmm. you know, and it's got Mike Coulter who played, um, uh, oh shit, in in uh, um, the Netflix Marvel shows, Luke Cage. Yeah, uh, and I was like, he's got a sledgehammer mm-hmm. in that trailer, and I was like, something about a dude just beating men to death with a sledgehammer. It's just appeasing. Seems appealing, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> so when he sees that sledgehammer, I was like, oh, and it's <laughs> just a. Uh, Fucking a funny shot. It's just of him, slow motion. Him, him just, like you know, practicing wielding the sledgehammer. And what did I say? Gracefully, he was spinning it around on his hands like the weird kid in class with a pen. <laughs> like the, you know, the pen, flipping the pens, and he's just flipping around behind his back, above his head, you know, side to side. And he's got his hair tied back. <laughs> he's got it in a bun. Yeah, and you're like, oh, he's getting ready to go to work, you know. And he sets up an ambush that is like, it was John Wick in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? He puts a, a candy cane in his mouth and slikes like yeah. sucking well, on so it. Well, he, so he's, at first he's beating the hell out of them all with um, the sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. You know, they come sneaking in. And he's just 
fucking them up. I mean, their heads are pop. Like the first guy, he just cracks on the top of the head. Yeah. And you see blood just spray out his helmet and just lands and all on him. And you're like, oh my god. And he's like clubbing people in the chest with it. Yeah, he's breaking people's legs. Legs. Yeah, that for that second guy, he cracks the tie, the one guy's mm-hmm. head, and then does a downward swing and just hits the side of his knee, and then like just buckles. And I, we were like, <laughs> like I mean, we were squeamish. There was some squeamy violence. Yeah. Oh my god! Holy shit! And uh, yeah, he's he's working these guys over uh, with like their own guns, and then the yeah, and he's just beating the shit out of these guys, and he. Uh, Hides away in a room real quick, locks himself up, and yeah, yeah he's got to sneak away, regroup, you know, draw them in, you know, and that's when he puts the giant candy cane in his mouth and is just sucking on it. <laughs> and as they come into the room, he beats the first through, you know, few up with the the hammer, and then pulls the candy cane out of his mouth and it's just been Sharp sucked to, to a, a point. T- yeah, it is a prison ship, and he uses it as such. I mean, he's stabbing the fuck out of these guys in like the femoral artery. He's stabbing them in the neck repeatedly. The first guy he stabs like in the cheek, and it goes through his yeah. mouth out the other cheek. Yeah, you know, and they the three of them like grab him and pin him to the wall, and then stabs yeah, the one just guy in the neck, and then takes it out and just like in his shoulders like twelve times in one. That was very prison style, you know, like in the chow line, you know, just. And yeah, he just kills them hard. Yeah. Uh, and then like the next wave is coming in, and we got to giggling because I mean he is massacring these people. Yeah. He and is it kind of fucking them to, up. Cuts to outside to like the, the the you know Overwatch basically. And he's got his screen up, and they've got their body cams on, you know. And you just see people going off. Yeah. No, no signal. Bing, no signal. Bing, 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 bing. And he's like, <sighs> he's like, you know, somebody fucking talk to me. What's going on in there? You know. And it's just Santa, and then Santa slaughtering Claus these guys. Breaks out of the doors. <laughs> well, because. He, he he sets himself in the corner, and you see him like grab the rope. You know he's sneaking around, and there's he turns on the uh, the snowblower. Oh oh my and god! He puts yeah. the skis on his hands, <laughs> and just starts punching these people with blades yeah. on his hands. I mean, he, and, he's I mean just he, he ends up decapitating one of them. Yeah. Yeah, he guts somebody, and then he stabs a guy repeatedly in the face and neck. And then and one of them guy, punches so hard it hits into the stud of the wall behind him. Yeah. And he lets go of the... the, the guy's body just slides down the, the wall. shoe's still in the... Still in the, the wall with his head, head on resting on it. And we were like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. And then he lassos a couple of guys' necks and then throws the end of the rope into the snowblower. Snow and, and it's a big, in. like, industrial strength with a big auger on it. Mm-hmm. And it just draws him in. You see blood spraying out the, the spout. Just... Guts falling You're out. You're like, holy Jesus hell. Christ. Yeah, and he comes out, and that guy's like, the guy that's on Overwatch is like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he goes throws running the away. Yeah, he him. just overhands the sledgehammer, <laughs> drills him in the back like a ta- like a you know an axe throw, and then just runs over. And the guy tries to do a, a suicide, you know, take him out with a grenade. <laughs> he grabs, he the grabs grenade. a grenade and just stuffs it up his ass. <laughs> And uh, he goes to run away, and he's like, I got to watch, mm. you know. And he turns Take around, down. and the guy's that's when he does a, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Yeah, so he is a, he's a monster. Yeah. Um, and he goes, and uh, m- mom and the aunt and the son-in-law, or the, the nephew, mm-hmm. kill Krampus. Yeah, they by beat the piss beating out the of shit him. out of him with, like, the fire tools, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fireplace tools. And, uh, like, the sister ends up stabbing him in the neck with the fire poker. Yeah. Because they beat him to the point where he becomes unconscious. And they're like, yeah. is he dead? Is he dead? And, and they kind of, like, <laughs> nudge him. And, like, you just hear, like, a wet meat. Like, yeah. And you're like, oh, man, he's pretty dead. And then he sits up real quick. Like, oh! <laughs> stabs, stabs him really right hard in the, the neck. neck. And you're like, yeah, now he's dead. And then Trudy sets up those booby traps. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she has two people come up. 
And the first yeah, guy and, and gingerbread. Gingerbread. Gingerbread's like sees that there's just a, a silly, very yeah, it's obvious a welcome mat and it has like a bunch of uh, nails, nails and t- screws and razor know. blades sticking yeah. through it. And they're like, eh, yeah, nice try, kid. Yeah. You know, step over it. And, and then, then there's, there's just a single nail in one of those steps like on the home ladder. Alone. Yeah. And but then like, the one above it, she booby trapped. She sawed. Yeah, you know, she cut it yeah, so that it, so when the you step on it, step it buckles. On it, yeah, it breaks. And he does. He's like, you know, they're like laughing at her. And I like that. You know it's about to happen just before it happens. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that she saw that and I was like, oh. And yeah, he steps on that. It but breaks. But then he fumbles, misses the step, and his jaw. jaw. Gets impaled by that nail. Yeah. And it's just like sticking out of oh his mouth. Oh my. And you're like, oh God. And he's screaming. And she's like, you're fine. You're fine. You yeah. know, you'll be and then all right. she gets up and crawls on over top him. of him and yeah. over him. And, and then Trudy's waiting up there with like a bunch of bowling balls rigged up yeah, to and bounce she just, down yeah, the stairs. Drops this rope. And uh, she's fucking hitting that chick with the bowling balls. One of them just nails her in the crotch. <laughs> you know, hits her in the fucking head. And you're like, Jesus, just then, beating this poor girl. And one of them, he picks himself up enough that he gets the thing Well, he picks himself up. And then what? one of them comes. Hits him in the face. Hits him in the face. And he falls on the mat on his the mat. ass. Yeah, his ass and, and lower back. And just gets ripped up. And, and then he's screaming and gets himself off finally. And then he gets up and he pulls out the nail and he's yeah. looking at it. Yeah, and like, the God bowling damn. ball falls, falls in like from the hatch where you yeah. know, she dropped the rope yeah. and just right in the skull, right? Yeah, in the, knocks the, right paint, between the, the, eyes. the square, yeah, or the uh, oh. the screw right into his forehead. Poor guy. Then he falls back onto the mat again when he dies. <laughs> and uh, she ends up tripping peppermint. Yeah. And she falls into like basically a, a, a glue trap for yeah. mice, but big. And she's like, her boots are stuck, and she's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, you know, nice try, kid. And then she hits her with, she's hitting her with the uh, balls. Yeah, and then what is she, was it like a... A, a fucking dumbbell. Yeah. And it knocks her backwards, and, her, and she, she lands on her head. Yeah, but like, she's still standing She's like, kind of stuck so in like a scorpion pose. The, yeah, all the way back, and she pushes herself, herself off and scalps the back she, of her head. Oh, and and like, we were you like, see the, you see the, the skull. skull, and I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And yeah, and she's stepping up to, to Trudy, and... Trudy kind of stuns her with another hit, yeah. and Santa Claus steps out and just catches her in the chest with a hammer and sends her zooming backwards. You're like, Jesus. You were going to kill an innocent little girl. Yeah, he tells Trudy, why don't you turn around and cover your eyes and ears and Start sing singing Jingle Bells as loud as you can. So she's just in the background, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, as he's just stepping over to her with a hammer and just, in tow. Yeah. And yeah, and then he, he cuts the black right as he swings down mm-hmm. on her. And uh, yeah, and then pretty much the crux is they're they're getting out of there. The bad guys are trying to get out of there with the money, uh, and uh, <laughs> Santa takes a uh, what do you call that? Uh, one of the snowmobiles. A snowmobile, and is chasing them. <laughs> and he is just, he's just bobbing, bobbing and, and weaving, through dodging the trees. gunshots as he's zipping. Serpentine, serpentine. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, catches up to him. John Leguizamo has posted up, right? <laughs> right behind, right, right in front behind, of a stump. Right in front of a stump, yeah. And he's basically trying to draw he's Santa in. Him. Santa falls for it and guns it at him. John Leguizamo, you know, dips to the side. He hits the stump and just goes <laughs> flying into, into this, an old abandoned cottage. Yeah, and, yeah, an abandoned house there. And, yeah, John Leguizamo lights the building up and he's kind of standing low, right? You know, and John Leguizamo comes in and is like firing pistols, doing a bunch of mag dumps on him, basically, missing Santa Claus. And they get into a tussle, end up knocking themselves out. You know, the fucking snowball blows up. So now it's just Santa Claus and John Leguizamo who has like an ice, uh, you know, like the ice climbing uh, axe. Yeah, the, you know, the uh, ice Laura axe. Croft has. Yeah. 
the climbing axe and the uh he's got a what do you call those uh the telescopic baton oh yeah what is that it's Um, a a, an asp yeah and so he's it's that and santa's got his hammer you know and there's just a fire behind him it was very uh the northman (laughs) you know we even said we're like santa's northman confirm 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 and uh yeah and so they're just fighting in this fiery background and there's ice all on the ground mm-hmm. and john Leguizamo has uh ice boots on he's got ice boots spikes on him and so you know ice cleats and so he's he's fine but santa's slipping and sliding and shit and santa's getting fucked up a little bit and uh there's just the remnants of the fireplace mm-hmm. there and i kind of was like oh, he's gonna get away somehow yeah. yeah i wasn't sure and then like as it's getting ready to happen again it's yeah, like a, it's... he's gonna drag him up the chimney yep because uh, they even make the comment earlier, like, you wouldn't fit up that chimney, you know? It's like, well, it's magic, It's you just know? Christmas magic. I don't know how it works. And, yeah, John Lazano's yeah. got him pinned and is, like, stabbing the hell out of him. And uh, he, like, pins his hand oh, with the ice yeah. axe or with the climbing axe. Santa rips his hand out of the axe. Yeah. You know, so, you know, he tears his hand up, grabs a hold of John Lazano, and is like, <laughs> this little nose blow, <laughs> and pulls him up the fucking chimney. And, and John Lazano just gets... Is a torso, that's it. He's a torso with no limbs, no yeah. head. Mm-mm. And is just gushing blood, and Santa throws his corpse <laughs> on the ground he's as he's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and he just gets fucking lit up. Yeah, gets shot by, like uh, seven times one by of the, guards. the extraction mm-hmm. team leader. And uh, then, yeah, the the mom, the Gertrude, yeah. shoots him. And, you know, Santa's dying, and they all believe in Santa by the end, and their back. belief brings them back, and, you know, it's all Hunky the dory. meaning of Santa, you know, the meaning of Christmas or whatever, saved. Right? And, uh, yeah, I, all in all, I mean, that was pretty much the, yeah. the wrap-up of the movie was like, yeah, they, they all believe in Everyone Santa Claus, and, you know, hopefully they learned a lesson, right? <laughs> they, it goes as cliche as Santa's getting cold, and so they got to warm them up, yeah, with and the, so they, the spirit they burn of the money, yeah. you know? You know they 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 are so not greedy now that they burn their money to to warm Santa Claus, and uh, and Santa lives, and it's like this weird saccharine sweet like, oh I believe in Santa, you know, as Santa's sitting there like with a a sucking wound in his chest, <laughs> <laughs> just from gunshot wounds and yeah, stabbed. He, he gets shot like seven or six times. Yeah, he, you know, he just emptied the mag on him. Yeah, and, yeah, and so Santa's been been shot, stabbed, you know, beaten. He's taking a hit. Yeah. And then he gets up, and uh, then the fucking the reindeers come back to pick him up, and they've got Skull Crusher yeah, with, with a, a note from Mrs. Claus. Yeah, you might might yeah. be needing this, yeah, Mrs. Might C. Need this, Mrs. C, and it's just Skull Crusher. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, shit. You know? She was in on it. Yeah, she was like, yeah, you're going to need to kill some people yeah. with this hammer. But, uh, yeah, oh, I thought I was overwhelmed. Yeah, I loved it. No, I was, uh, <laughs> wasn't expecting to love it. I loved it. Yeah, I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Any more thoughts on the movie before we move on? No, I... I Pretty much covered it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I'd watch it again. Oh, yeah. That's something I... It's an easy watch. I'd probably... I could see myself adding that to the... I'll watch that once a year. Yeah, that's my Christmas movie, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, that's on there. Like, so far, it's like... The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. I like The Grinch Who Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And and so, that that one would be on there. Probably Elf, obviously. Yeah. And then, like, like a Christmas story. Yeah. And then throw this in there. Yeah. Violent Night. When the kids go to bed, you know, you put on Violent <laughs> yeah, Night. Yeah, yeah. Put on Violent Night and die hard and have fun. So, Chris, you got a cryptid over there for us? I think what you meant to say is welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. So this week, yeah. actually, I had a, a, a buddy recommend it to me. 
Oh, yeah? Um, and they wanted me to talk about the Amityville Horror House. Oh, okay. Um, and I was pretty oblivious. I did not really? know. Yeah, I wasn't aware. Um, but as soon as it started making some of the connections, I was like... I've yeah, seen, like the, I've the seen. bleeding walls. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and they said they make a lot of the connections with, like, the country, too, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Ed Lorraine Warren investigate the Amity House. Mm-hmm. But um, it says here that, you know, 3 a.m., uh, the morning hold on, of... Hold on, sorry, before you get too involved, a little connection. Uh, we'll, do a, we'll do a cross-promotional plug, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Uh, What's the podcast that Morgan does? Oh, yeah. You can always take a look at a couple of creeps, and yeah. she's always talking about creepy things. Yeah, this past weekend, uh, past Sunday, Morgan and I talked about um, the Perrin family, which are the family from the first Conjuring. And so we did kind of talk about, oh. um, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren a little bit and kind of passingly mentioned um, Amityville Horror, actually. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so check that out if you want a little bit more than we got here. But so it says here, uh, in the early morning, 3 a.m. specific, on uh, November 13th, 1974, Mm -hmm. when Ronald Defoe uh, Jr. took a 35 uh, Marlin-level action rifle, creeped on his family, and killed his whole family. family. Like his dad, mom, brother, wife, kids, everybody. Um, And then, you know, but the... The heinous murders weren't reported until 6.30 at night yeah. when he's stumbling into a bar and he's, you know, trying to pawn it off like, help, help, I, you know, yeah. someone killed my, my, my parents, you know, my yeah, family. killed my family, yeah. And then the investigators were following and, you know, uh, everyone, nothing was adding up and his alibis kept yeah. you know, changing and everything yeah. and, you know, led him to... He did, in fact, kill all his family. Yeah. Um, I have a, a quote here from him. It, it's just a little... Uh, yeah. Just a small quote, but uh, during his confessions, he did just say, "He's like, once I started, I, it all went so fast, I just couldn't stop." Yeah. And I was like, "We've talked about it in a, a jokingly manner. We would never yeah. commit heinous crimes." Right. Yeah. Um, but like when we get so frustrated, we start to see red. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're seeing red. Right. Yeah. And like, do you think that could have been a case where he just right. was he so just frustrated? Red. He just started seeing red and just. Yeah. By the time he well, was I mean, done. there's a reason why like temporary insanity is a is a legitimate a, yeah, legal it is. defense. It is um, of like I was so enraged, or you know, a moment of I lost control. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no sense of right or wrong. I was just so angry. Yeah. You know. Um, but then here it says that when, when he did uh, go go to court, um, that his lawyer William Weber eventually pleaded for insanity as a defense, claiming yeah. that you know. Uh, Defoe's mind uh, concurred him to commit these murders. Yeah. Um, which honestly, like, I mean, that makes yeah. that makes sense. No yeah. sane human uh, a sane could, person didn't do that. Would do that. Um, but the thing is, is that you know that's just the backstory. But right, yeah, that's the the face value. You know, apparently uh, George and Kathy Lutz moved into the house December eighteenth of nineteen seventy five. Yeah. Uh, for eighty eight thousand dollars, which was dirt cheap I think for uh, the time at, for that house there it was sitting at like 180 $180,000 yeah and they got for almost half that yeah that's stupid um, or for less than half yeah but they said they, they lived there for under a month yeah 28 days to be exact 
uh, and they, the family fled away. In interviews and reports that followed, George and Kathy Lutz spoke about the paranormal activities that had been happening since the day that they had moved in. While the exact details of the ghostly happenings were not revealed, the Lutz family had described them as too frightening to be living in. Um, now, we do know a couple of the things that they had talked about, like you were saying. Um, the walls bleeding? I said I have. <clears throat> Let me pull up here. I have different... There's been a few movies of the Amityville. Yeah. Um, but one of them has Ryan Reynolds in it, and it's the more recent one from, like, 2003, I think. Let's see. George claimed that every morning, 3.15 a.m., he would just wake up. And he was like, and I, I couldn't sleep for a little bit. I'd hear things in the house. Yeah. Um, he said that when the priest came to bless the house, he allegedly heard the voice scream, get out. And he told that Lutz he'd never sleep in that particular room of the house. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking yeah, when nuts. The, when the priest shows up to do your exorcism and is like, yeah, you guys should move. Yeah. Like, like he was like, do not sleep in that room. Yeah. I was close. 2005. 2005. Yeah. It's um, only a 90-minute movie. Uh, do you remember those days? Dude. You know what? Side note real quick. Yeah. From, I'll save it for what I've been thinking about. Yeah. Uh, another, I'm like, I, I have, I, I do have a couple yeah, here. Yeah, go for it. The Lutz family claimed to smell strange odors, see green yeah. slime oozing out of the walls and keyholes. Yeah, light switches. Light switches, experiencing cold spots in certain areas, as well as seeing eyes in the dark. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me, because, like, yeah. sometimes when, like, you're looking at the dark and you yeah, see like, something. What is like, that? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Um. Other paranormal activity that he uh, made a recollection to was a nearby garage door opening and closing, an invisible spirit knocking a knife down in the kitchen, a pig-like creature with red air, red eyes staring down at George and his son Daniel from a window, George walking up to uh, his wife Kathy, levitating off of her bed, um, sons Daniel and Christopher also lev- levitating off of their bed. But I mean... <laughs> 28 days. Yeah. 28 days and, and all, all that, that shit's happened. Yeah. That a yeah, priest comes in and goes, yeah, don't yeah. sleep in that room. Yeah, whatever you do, don't fucking go in uh, that room. You should that. lock it up. Yeah. Don't go in there. Yeah, that room's off limits. And that kind of scares the fuck out of me. Yeah. Now, I did look into where it is sitting at currently, because uh-huh. I was like, where's it at now? Yeah. Does anyone buy it? Um, and I, I would imagine it's a museum. I say, as of 2022, the house is occupied by a buyer on the house uh, that was purchased back in 2016. It's occupied? Correct. Someone does live there. Somebody fucking lives Someone there? Someone does what live a there. They purchased it for $850,000. Um, uh, and it, it is a, uh anonymous person. They did not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Um, or no, excuse me. Yeah, it was purchased in 2016 for 850 and then was purchased by the unnamed buyer uh, in 2017. So the museum was from 2016, and then 2017, a person bought it. Okay, so it was a museum for a moment? Correct. And then for $605,000. Um, but the thing is, the previous owners of the uh, the house, they listed it originally for $1.15 million, which makes it the highest listed price ever for a haunted house. So it wow. does hold that record. Yeah. Um, reasonably so. I right, mean, the yeah, fucking yeah. priests are going in there and being like, "Yeah, you don't want to fucking live here." Um, but I like that they had to. So it was originally posted at one point one five, and then sold for eight fifty. Yeah, it looks like so they had here. To work them down. It was one point one five. Uh, two thousand ten. A couple bought it for the discounted price of nine hundred fifty k, and then. A buyer purchased it in that 2016 for that realtors, yeah, uh, for that 850, and then was sold again for 605. Yeah. So it looks like it's been decreasing, yeah, 
I mean, because yeah. no one wants to no fucking wants to live. live there. Yeah. Um, but then, hold on, I lost my place here. Feels like it'd be like a collector down. item almost. Yeah, you know I mean, like if you're a millionaire who, yeah, who's obsessed then, with like the paranormal, yeah, buy that shit and just have it. But I mean, then they made <laughs> the, a bunch of movies about it, and oh, then yeah. I have some more. I mean, I have a bunch of things that you know they have claimed, and that's yeah. that's really what I wanted to dig into. Yeah, yeah, just rattle them off, and we'll go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. George and Kathy Lutz claim to have seen a manifestation of a demon with half of its head blown apart, yeah. which, understandably so, could be a spirit of the house that, yeah, you know, from the, one the of the family killings. members. Yeah. Um, the, the house was constantly infested with flies in spite of, of it being winter season in right. New York, because yeah. it was on Long Island. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Missy, daughter of the Lutz family, befriended an, an entity called Jody. Is just like, and then they claim, um, and just mysterious things of things being said from Jody, and just implicating yeah. evil things. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> Jody says we're all gonna die. Yeah, yeah and you're like, mm-hmm. pardon. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you're living there for 28 days, and you're like, we gotta, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, it says George and Kathy reported hearing uh, the house's front doors slamming shut on its own on multiple occasions. However, the door was also kept closed during the December winter season. So sure. for it being bolted up and shut closed, yeah. hearing it, like, that would scare the piss out of me, dude. Yeah. It's like, like doors, if you know that you, yeah, I mean, you know but, that you latched it. But the thing is, is like it was constantly like opening and slamming yeah. and opening. I, I, I don't know what I do, man. Uh, crucifix that was hanged up on the wall kept turning upside down. <laughs> um, and then Kathy apparently would have repeated visions of the murders by Ronald Defoe. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, you know, movies made that... Was, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that um, the Amityville horror with um, with Ryan Reynolds is about the Lutzes. Is it? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff that... But really, those are the big things of what they claimed, because I just thought that was kind of spooky. Yeah. Um, especially not knowing anything about this... Uh, until it clicked, and you know the Conjuring too. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I, I, yeah. I know it, but I, I was oblivious to uh, the, the actual story behind it. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> do yourself a favor. Look up uh, Ryan Reynolds, Amityville Horror, shirtless. It's the fucking. It's like the most ripped I think I've ever seen him. There's a very specific shot of him with an axe where he's out chopping wood, and you're like, Jesus Christ, that man's got to be on steroids in that shot. We're like the, the muscle definition. My God. <laughs> He's got the, what do they call it? Like the V, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like the crotch V. Oh, God. What's his name? Leslie, the, the gentleman who passed away. Um, you know, what y'all doing? Screw uh, What y'all doing? He affectionately Screw. calls those. I'm going to put a little like content alert. This is a very crass phrase. So skip ahead like five seconds. He calls those cum gutters. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Easy Pete's. Yikes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I appreciate you talking about the Amityville Horror. No, absolutely. Uh, And of course, if there's anything in specific you want to hear, like I said, uh, a buddy who listens to the podcast said, you know, hey, you should definitely uh, give this a look if you don't know anything about it. He was talking about it. So, uh, you know, you could definitely, uh, Leave us a message at simplywellmailbag at gmail.com. Yeah, and then just put like Chris's cryptic yeah, corner in the subject yeah, line. Just put us Chris's cryptic corner. Yeah. 
But uh, I don't know. What do you, well, what have you been thinking about? I've been playing Drug Dealer Simulator. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for a good simulator game. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. I, I love me a simulator yeah. game. Like, Drug Dealer Simulator is actually just a good game. Yeah. As far as, like... I've, I've seen you play it a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, it, it, so they just had an update come out called, like, the End Game Update, mm-hmm. where, like, it, it's basically done now. Because um, it's been one of those games that they just have updated over time. Sure. Uh, which kind of seems to be, like, the PC game thing to do. Um, And all free updates, which is cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I, you know, it seems like I'm not there yet, but once you level up enough, you'll be able to be, like, a kingpin, basically, of, like, customizing your villa and shit like that and, like, having a, a whole crib, you know what I mean? Because, like, so far, all the apartments that you can buy, they're slummy, you know? I mean, you're basically in a, in a ghetto in, like, the traditional sense of, like, a walled-in area that you're stuck in. Yeah. Um, and you're just you're just dealing drugs, and there's the authority there. You got to evade the police, and like it turns into like there's a lot to balance. Where it's like if you you know you can set the prices on your drugs, and you've got to order your your drugs, and you got to launder your money, and you know I mean there's actually a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find myself like using my iPad to write notes down. You know where I'm like I don't gotta remember to buy this and that, and all right, I gotta go while I'm out. I need to talk to someone. Okay. I've got like a to-do list as a as a drug dealer, and I've got like nine dealers working for me. You know what I mean? And I'm like taking bulk orders. And I'm like, oh man, that's pretty interesting. And apparently they're making a drug dealer simulator too, which they said is like <clears throat> they had limitations when they made the first one, and so they're like, yeah, this is what we wanted it to be more like. But you know, you love this one, so we're gonna make another one and you know make it better, right? And I just I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm down for it, but no, like, I've been binging it hard. I want to get a uh, uh, gas station simulator. Yeah, it's a fun one. That You've one seen me play I, that yeah, one. That one catches. And like you heart. customize your gas station, That's like you can peaks my put interest. the put the stock out and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that company is, I think it's the same publisher as Drug Dealer Simulator. Okay. Um, but not the same developer. Mm-hmm. But that developer is actually making like a roadside diner. Um, simulator as well as a motel simulator but you can connect and they're all going to connect yeah. yeah so like the business that you get at your motel helps your roadside diner and your gas station all that mm-hmm. and yeah it'll all kind of overlap um which is kind of a neat idea yeah. Yeah. of like like an interconnected universe of simulator games <laughs> you know and i'm like for me as a as a simulator nerd i'm like yeah do it i'll, I'll fucking i'll do it so good like you know so yeah that's kind of neat um what have you been thinking about um, there's something you were going to talk about that you're like, I'll save it for talking about 90 minute uh, movies. I forget. Oh, oh no, I actually like on, on the low, Yeah. on the low, Kung Fu Panda is a good movie. <laughs> I like that. That's what you've been thinking about. It's just Kung Fu Panda is a banger. You know, I'm just laying in bed, you know, <laughs> and I was just like scrolling through HBO and I yeah. saw that like Kung Fu Panda was on there. I was like, oh, yo, yo! <laughs> and I was like, let me throw that on. And so I watched and I'm just sitting there. I was like. Why oh, is this gas? Like, actually, like, this yeah. is good. Like, I remember it being a good movie, right? Yeah. When I was yeah. a kid, and I'm, like, rewatching this, I'm, like, the story arc is, one, good. Good. Right? Yeah. Like, it's a story I can get invested into. Yeah. I was, like, the animation for its time has aged pretty well. Extremely well, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I, I feel like, and it made me think, I feel like one of the biggest problems I run into now is that I notice a lot of the CGI is very cartoony. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. look real. But this one here... I don't know. Had like a weird mixture of like obviously it's a cartoon. It's stylized enough that 
it kind of hides some of the the iffiness, right? Right. It didn't go for hyper realism, right? But I, I thought it was really good, and yeah, and the fucking wushu got, finger holding it's funny. Yeah, you know, I was just like, it's got a killer is, cast. Yeah, you absolutely. got Jackie Chan, you got fucking Jack Black, you've got mm-hmm. uh, uh, Angelina Angelina Jolie, mm-hmm. uh, Lucy Liu. Yep, is, is is Lucy Liu Viper? Yes, and then Seth Rogen plays Seth Mantis. Rogen is the, yeah, um, and then yeah. I can't remember. I can't who think who plays, plays Master uh, Uwe. Uh, he's he's the fucking he's the grandpa from everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> Yesterday was history. Tomorrow a mystery. a mystery. Today is a gift. That is that why is they call called it the present. present. I love that quote. Like yeah. and like it, it is. It's just such a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. The I don't. Know. It's just it's underrated. And then Sk- I got to thinking I say skidoosh all the time. Um. But now I want to watch all of them, and I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna burn through all the Kung Fu Pandas yep. and just. The, the talk other one about that's it. like that uh, again. It's another DreamWorks. Is How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, again, very good movies. Very good movies. Very, they slept on them hard. Yeah. Hard. Especially the the second one, How yeah. to Train Your Dragon. Did they make a third one? Yeah. Did they? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen the third one. Third one's got um, Hiccup's got a fucking beard. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll see the third one. I think you're missing his foot. Wait, we well, missing his foot since the first one. Right, yeah, but I mean, you know, so you've got him like missing his foot. He's got his beard. He looks like a full a pirate, Viking warrior. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, he's riding a, a dragon in a battle. You say you say a peg and a beard. I think. Scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? <laughs> I, because he's missing one. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, because he's missing one. Damn. <laughs> Fucking got you. <laughs> oh shit. Um. No, I've been I've been playing Pokemon a whole lot too. I've been yep. grinding the fuck out of that. I need to play. Be, I need to You've be been playing, playing God, God of War? War. I have actually. Yeah. I have progressed a little bit, but we'll talk about that off. Yeah. Off podcast. Um, I'm just trying to progress through everything slowly. It's gonna, dude. I'm gonna be a busy guy because I yeah. gotta clear both of these out, and then something else comes out before Christmas. Well, the, well, the long dark just came out. The DLC. That's did. what it was. The Long Dark came out. We're gonna be grinding on that until yeah. um, February, March, or no, February. February, yeah. Because that's when um, not Sons the day the before, but Sons of the Forest comes out, and then in, in March, March, the day before, and then I, the day After before that, I don't remember. I'm gonna grind on that for the rest of the year. No, you're not. Don't watch on that. Like, <laughs> you'll play the hell out of even if it's bad, just because you can't admit that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I don't know. What's your what's your fucking point here? Yeah, I don't. What are you gonna gain from this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. But, well, yeah, we've been going on for a, a while. How long have we been uh, going? An hour and a half. Oh, it's about yeah. right, right it on felt on. like a good consistency. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like just this this shop talk in the middle of making the thing. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, I mean, I think the flow was nice, and you know. <laughs> I think we may have talked too long about that, but I don't know. You know. Uh, no, so again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, mm-hmm. be sure to give it a, a like and a share on social media. Absolutely. Uh, leave us a review on, on, you know. I'm trying to be more Apple active. Apple Podcast. On, on Twitter. On Twitter. I saw your posts today. Yeah. 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 You liked yeah. the emoji I used? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The <laughs> lip bite. Was that for Jedi Survivor? Lip. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you threw me off <laughs> talking about the lip biting no yeah share us on social media definitely absolutely um, leave us a review 
however you you know whatever you're listening to us on make sure that you're liking subscribing following whatever the the phraseology is there to get notified when we post our videos or our episodes here i mean mm -hmm. um yeah i'm still behind on youtube i gotta catch up on that yeah one day yeah i've got a long weekend coming up maybe i'll i'll sit down and put some work in Uh, yeah, so we've mentioned it before. We got our Facebook group going. Yes. We got a Reddit, so definitely check those out. Uh, not very active yet, but that's fine. Don't need to be. Mm -mm. You know, no, it's just a place for you to show up and, and yeah. say what you want to say, yeah. as long as it's polite and sweet. You know, yeah, I'm a sensitive baby. Don't be a goblin. Mm -mm. Don't be a Kanye oh, in yeah. there. You know, <laughs> I'm a very sensitive boy. That's true. You are. Chris, if people want to get in touch with us and, and offend your sensitive, uh, you know, <laughs> boyhood, how, how would they do that? Of course, you can always reach out to us, uh, you know, via YouTube, Instagram, Facebook at Simply Whelmed Podcast. You can always take a look at us uh, via Twitter, and our handle is whelmed underscore simply. And as always, you can always send nice and positive things about my uh, insecurities um, <laughs> at simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail.com. Yes. Um, so next week... Um, we're either going to be talking about the menu mm -hmm. or, um, the game awards, depending on how much news comes out of that. Cause they're talking about doing a bunch of like gameplay reveals, yeah, you know, a bunch of like world premieres and yeah. things like that. So depending on how like high, high caliber, high, how high of a caliber that stuff is just to kind of, will depend on how much time we have to devote to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we could always just do a short mini sode. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah, just yeah. up strictly about the game awards. Yeah, we just do a live commentary. We just sit there and record our our thoughts as it's airing. But see, the only problem with that is, uh, we don't the, have anything to do live, do we? Right. Well, no. Yeah, exactly. We don't have, I mean, we could do like a Facebook live, but no. Um, and then also, people would have to be watching to get what we're talking about. That's you know what I mean? True. That's very true. Yeah. So I don't see that happening. Pass. Yeah. So, Ooh, Violent Night, Gas or Pass? Gas. gas. What? <laughs> <laughs> we just spent the whole episode just gassing, gassing it up. Gassing it up and I'm like, yeah, pass. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that's the end of the show, Chris. Tell you goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you just fucking... Get out! <laughs> Dude, yeah. if, imagine if a priest like was <laughs> straight like, up terrified, saying, "Yeah, the priest do is leaving sweat room." You know that priest is like, "I gotta call a priest in here." Yeah. You know, <laughs> wait, you're the fucking priest guy. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. I'm like a priest junior. We need like top tier we need senior. <laughs> we need like the Pepsi Max of priests. You know. <laughs>